aka Patters. What's up? Welcome back. Swerve here. We're doing a swerve. Peter A. DeLuca here, aka Pad, the film buff, your obsessive film freak. We're talking. We're talking about the swerve, and the swerve is Peter Pan and Wendy for episode five hundred and forty-eight. Oh my God! Thank you. Usually, the last like dozen times I've been recording, I keep saying episode four hundred. I I have to redo the intro two to three times. Oh my God! I am so happy I nailed it that time. Disney Plus just dropped another live action remake, and it's funny how. This one's, this one's called Live Action Remake because, well, they made a cartoon of it back in, like, 1953, 1954. And now we have a live action. Not that we haven't had other studios produce other Peter Pan movies since then. Biggest one being Steven Spielberg's Hook. Which, believe it or not, somewhat ties into this, this, uh, this story here. So what happened? Well, the same experience uh, that happened to me a lot of times, we talk about this, where I, I knew it was dropping soon. I forgot it was dropping. I go into Disney Plus hoping for something new, and I see the banner for Peter Payne and Wendy, and I lose my mind. I get so freaking excited. I turn off the lights. I crank up the volume, and guess what? I slipped. I slip into another world. I slip into another realm of consciousness. Uh, I let film consume me. And I did this during a super busy day, by the way. Super busy day, super busy night. But I did it, and it got done. Meaning, with modern day home entertainment, we can get surprises. We can get theatrical level sound and vision. Because, you know, your boy here just bought a 75-inch television. So that, that, that was really the experience. It reminded me watching this of the first time I watched The uh, Invincible with Mark Wahlberg, another Disney movie, where I realized just through the course of that movie that something is up with the direction. Like, we're, I'm watching a, a pro-level directed movie. Of course it's pro-level, but I'm watching directing on a higher level, I'll say. And you just notice things. And you kind of want to go back and restart the movie with a new lens. But you know the process is to sit down and complete the movie when you, when you first attempt it. But I realized something when, when I was watching Mark Wahlberg's Invincible. A movie doesn't have to be great. A movie doesn't have to be awesome. A movie really doesn't even have to make sense. Now, I'm not saying Invincible is guilty of any of that. But I'm saying, for us to identify what a good film director is and does, the, what they do within the production, the movie doesn't have to be good. That was a revelation that forever changed the way I looked at film. You would expect this opinion, by the way, from a film buff. Something very similar happened to Peter Payne and Wendy. I had to stop this movie. I had to look up who directed it. I had to look up some production notes. I didn't want to. And what I found was David Lawry. I've heard this name before. He's done movies that I've heard of that I have yet to see. Also for Disney, he remade Pete's Dragon 2016. I didn't realize he made that movie is amazing. That movie 
is a top tier update or remake. It's really, uh, like I said, it's odd that we call some of these things remakes when we're transforming the, the media. We're transform, uh, transferring the media. What am I trying to say? <laughs> when we go from my animation to live action, it's not really a remake. I'm sorry. It's, it's something else. But he's made some good movies. Pete's Dragon, A Ghost Story, Writer of the Yellow Birds. Writer, director, old man with a gun. And more recently, The Green Knight. That everyone seemed to, to freak out. So the point I'm getting at here is this guy's a filmmaker. He's a real filmmaker. He's a legit filmmaker. I would say he's one of the best. And I've really only seen two of his movies. Both of which are Disney movies. And trust me, I will be exploring the other ones. But this guy's at the top of my list for modern day masters. He's got the pedigree, writer, director, he's got the vision. But this movie is uh, five minutes into this, this episode. This movie blew me away. This movie deserves, deserves accolades. This movie deserves a self high five because of the online hate, which I did report on, on my YouTube channel. Keep in mind, my, my contention for some of my YouTube drops was that uh, Peter Pan cannot go woke because it's been woke since the 60s, since we've had a female portray Peter Pan as a male, even on live television. So not just for the, the play production, Mary Martin. But this movie... It has all the elements. It's entertaining. It's wild. It's crazy. It has a spin with the relationship of Peter Payne and Captain Hook. Jude Law, Oscar-level performance as Captain Hook. Alexander Maloney, Peter Payne. Ever Anderson, Wendy. Uh, she deserves accolades. This movie hits. This movie's visual. This movie didn't have an endless budget. We see it in some of our shots. But what the heck. It's a Peter Payne movie. Every shot is a special effect. Tinkerbell. Amazing. Tinkerbell speaks the way Tinkerbell speaks on stage. I think this is the first time we've seen this live action. I could be in incorrect there. This movie hits on all cylinders. This movie is, is masterfully directed. This movie has... A insane hook. It has an incredible hook. But we will have detractors. We'll get haters. We'll get people that want to discredit this movie. But what Disney's doing. And this uh, this is the big final point here. Before we, we move on to our next episode. Next episode by the way. If I were to tease it. Will be Shazam. We're going. We we might just do back, do back to back to back Shazam, uh, Shazam's animated DC showcase update. It's a ten minute short. Then we'll be doing Black Adam, and then we'll be doing the end credit sequence of Black Adam. But I really want to talk to you to about Revenge of the Nerds too. <laughs> uh, I'm watching eight days a week. Uh, another another Kerry Russell though, but mind blowing movie there. So I want to talk to you about like film Buffy movies, but stuff like this drops, and you gotta jump on it 
usually these do well for for the show but i'm not really committed to chasing clicks and stuff like that but this movie was so well produced and made and acted uh it, it is magical it has that disney magic uh when the pirate ship lifts off at the end there's there there's a scene where wendy walks the plank and her entire life into an old woman flashes before her eyes and when i saw that i just said to myself this is like it's a movie like we're we're not just watching peter pan like we're we're watching a point a perspective a a production we're watching a point that this guy's trying to make with this movie but yeah movie ends the, the way it should right lost boys get adopted peter Payne's left alone but we get this idea of what happens after and the final shot of this movie and one related to battle angel uh angel alita where the final shot of that movie you so wanted more and the final shot is wordless there's no words it's just a look it's masterful as a director to reach that point within the audience and the audience follow you with it this movie has a look between captain hook and peter pan and you are nothing but excited for the next step nothing but excited for the next adventure which is the idea and going within the lore of peter pan what's canon remember peter pan makes a promise to wendy to come back for spring cleaning but he forgets because he's a boy and this echoes into the daughter of wendy and he makes the same promise to her there's a sense of all that in in this but the point i'm getting at my final conclusion that that i started five (laughs) five minutes ago is Disney's playing the long game and no one's caught up to it. Disney is saying, you'll be here. You'll be subscribed. You will find this movie. You'll explore this movie. You need this movie. They're that far ahead of it. Now, it's hard to see that, but that's Disney's play. Disney's playing the game 10 20 years from now the game that they've been playing all this time and the game that they've been winning all of this time which is why they're able to buy lucasfilm marvel comics and fox and who knows what's next (laughs) i mean come on they got abc abc they got espn you can't bet against the mouse and people love to do it this is great content it's artful it embeds the animated film into history because you want to watch them back to back if you watch will smith in aladdin just for example or you watch the lion king live action or the lion king cgi and you don't want to like you you like you don't lean you don't lean to watch the original then you don't understand the purpose of these updates of these reinterpretations of these next adventures uh, you really don't peter pan and wendy from peter a deluca aka pad the film buff is coming to you with a full recommendation rock and roll